Praise the Lord. God bless you on this glorious Sunday afternoon. I'd like for us to take it up in the, the Gospel of Luke. We're picking the reading up in the 19th chapter of St. Luke's Gospel, the 28th verse. Jesus said to them, as he set himself to go up to Jerusalem, as he approached Bethpage and Bethany at the hill called the Mount of Olives, he sent two of his disciples saying to them, the 30th verse, go to the village ahead of you. And as you enter it, you will find a colt tied there, which no one has ridden Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks you, why are you untying it? Say, the Lord needs it. The Lord needs it. Those who were sent ahead went and found it just as he had told them. And as they were untying the colt, its owner asked, them, why are you untying the colt? And they replied, the Lord needs it. They brought it to Jesus, threw their cloaks on the colt, and put Jesus on it. As he went along, people spread their cloaks on the road, and when he came near to the place where the road goes down the Mount of Olives, the whole crowd, the whole crowd of disciples began joyfully to praise God in loud voices for all the miracles they had seen. Blessed is the king who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. Some of the Pharisees in the crowd said to Jesus, Teacher, rebuke your disciples. I tell you, he replied, if they keep quiet, the stones will cry out. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. The 41st verse. And when he drew near and saw the city, he wept over it, saying, Would that you, even you, had known on this day the thing that makes for peace, but now they are hidden from your eyes. For the days will come upon you when your enemies will set up barricades around you and surround you and hem you in on every side and tear you down to the ground and you and your children within you. And they will not leave one stone upon another in you, because you did not know the time of your visitation. Because you did not know the time of your visitation. These things will come upon you because you did not know the time of your visitation. Praise God. Jesus possibly here is weeping. Because here he is, at the age of 33, coming to the close 
of his sojourn on the earth before going to the cross and looking back at least in the three years of ministry that he had with the religious people, he can look back and lament over the wasted time because of the visitation that they failed to see. God has visited us and if we're not careful, we would be oblivious to the presence of his Holy Spirit and the visitation that is ours to embrace. He looked back. And in looking back, in looking back, there was cause for weeping because the nation has wasted the opportunities. They were ignorant of their time of visitation. As he looked within, as he looked within, there was cause for weeping as he would have noted the, the spiritual ignorance and the blindness in the hearts of the people. And saints of God, even where we are on this Sunday, I don't know about you, but we can all look back. And if we're honest with ourselves, we can say that we're being wasted days and weeks and months, wasted time where I failed to do what God has called me to do. Jesus looked back over the multitude and noted the wasted time. Oh, it caused him as it would cause any parent who loves a child to weep. He didn't only look back, but he looked within. And in looking within, he saw ignorance and blindness in the hearts of the people. And saints of God, there is a parallelism to such even today. Because not too many want to be students of the word of God. Everyone wants seemingly a quick fix. Give me a word that's just going to encourage me and tickle my fancy. But very few want to sit down and break open the word of life. And allow the spirit of God to convict our hearts. And to deal with us. And to take us to a depth in God that we have never experienced before. There is ignorance and blindness of heart. They should have known who he was had they paid attention to the text. They should have known who he was for God had given, God had given them his word and he had sent his message to prepare the way the messengers had gone before and yet they were blinded to such a reality. How was it with us? Do we look back and do we see blindness and ignorance because we have not grown spiritually. Jesus possibly found cause for weeping as he looked back, as he looked within, as he looked around. Because in looking around, Jesus saw the religious activities. As he looked around, the religious activities that were accomplished were very little as it pertains to kingdom affairs. You see, in the temple, saints of God, the temple has now become a den of thieves. As he looked around, he saw some things. He saw religious leaders who were out, who were out to kill him. The scribes and the Pharisees. What do you see when you look around? What do I see when I look around? As you look around and gauge 
the activities of the people in comparison to the, to the kingdom of God that ought to be advancing on the earth. What did he see? What do you see as you look around? They were ready to celebrate. But Jesus was weeping because of what he sees. What he saw then and what he sees now. And he would have your eyes and minds to be enlightened to what's happening around about us. Look around. As he looked around, Jesus, he saw a city that was filled with pagans and pilgrims. Pilgrims and pagans celebrating a festival. Jesus where? Because he looked around and he saw festivity. As we often see during this time of the year, outward demonstration, and a lot of religious doings, a lot of religious talk, but Jesus was weeping on the inside, and now it was demonstratively so on the outside. As I say, I said a moment ago earlier, that this weeping of Christ had taken on that loud, agonizing, groaning, As he wept over the city, yes, he looked back, he looked within, he looked around, and lastly, he looked ahead. He found cause for weeping as he looked ahead, because as he looked ahead, saints of God, he saw terrible judgment that was coming. And like you, saints of God, I am looking forward for the brilliance of the sun and for hot summer days after we've gone through what we've done. And I've come to understand how summer is to be embraced and the plants and the flowers are blooming and all that good stuff. Jesus, he looked ahead and he saw beyond all of that. And as I close this afternoon, I'm trusting that you too would see beyond the glitter, beyond the barbecue, beyond the stuff that we often want to gear ourselves up for come summer. Jesus, he looked ahead and he found cause for crying, for weeping, because the people had failed to understand the visitation of the Lord in this present time that they were living. He saw that in 7 to 80, the temple would be destroyed and every stone would be dismantled. He looked ahead and he saw that not only would the Romans come and lay siege to the land, but he saw that in 143 days from that period of time, he saw that they would be over six hundred thousand Jews that would have been killed not to mention those that would be taken away into captivity he saw as he looked ahead what was going to befall the people of that time and even this day as Jesus looked forward he sees the judgment that is coming to the earth he sees the judgment that is going to befall every person and he wept he wept Saints of God, what do we see? We should not overlook the fact that this triumphant entry of Jesus into Jerusalem called for preparation. It engaged with celebration. But amidst the celebration, I said amidst the celebration, there was lamentation. And you know, in the coming days, 
Despite all the religious activity from the three major religions in Jerusalem, the God who sees the hearts of all people, he still sees need that should cause even the hearts of the saints to weep. I said he sees the hearts. And lastly, in this 19th chapter of the Gospel of Luke, we come across denunciation, the need to denounce some stuff. Let's read it. It's only a few verses, 45 through 48. And Jesus entered the temple and began to drive out, denouncing those who sold, saying to them, it is written that my house shall be a house of prayer, but you have made it a den of thieves or a den of robbers. And he was there having driven them out. He was there now teaching daily in the temple as he taught the word to enlighten the hearts of the people. The religious people were still scurrying about. The chief priests and the scribes and the principal men of the people were still seeking to destroy him. Saints of God, as we go, let us do so acknowledging our need, our need for him, our need for a savior. Father, we thank you. God, we give thanks to you. We thank you for who you are and whose we are called to be. Jesus, you are Lord, and we pray that you would save us. We pray that you would save us, Lord. Save those that desire to be saved. The truth is, not everyone is desirous of being saved. But save those that are desirous of being saved. Yes, Lord. Let us, O oh God, be cognizant of the hour in which we live. Let us not be those who are spiritually blinded. For Jesus, the Christ, is a sorrow in Christ. And there is yet a crowd of rejoicing people. For Jesus the Christ is a steadfast Christ. And there's still a fickled crowd. Still a fickle crowd. And Jesus the Christ is going towards his, his glorious crown. And the masses are still moving towards towards crimes of sin. Oh Lord, we look to you. We call upon you to have your way in us. Thank you for this time together. Thank you for this time around your word. God, I thank you. I thank you that you have so moved upon our hearts, calling us to a deeper experience with yourself. I thank you that we're able to give back time to you. God, I thank you. I hear your word, Lord, as our minister would be leading us in prayer. I hear your word that reminds us that unless the righteousness, our righteousness, unless our righteousness exceeds that of the scribes and the Pharisees, we need to take note. Because those that we may consider scribes and Pharisees 
are those who, O oh God, are engaged in their religious activities that goes on for hours. O oh Lord, open the eyes of us, your people, that we may see and not only see, but we may act in accordance with what your spirit would so enable us to. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes, God, Jesus, hallelujah. Father, we thank you for this sobering word that we would take the time indeed to examine ourselves where we fit in this. Are we amongst those who are preparing, celebrating, lamenting, denouncing? Where are we? Because you are coming again. Mm, my God, you are coming again, Lord Jesus. Help us to take this message to heart that we will see and know what we must be about in these times. That we might look around and see what is going on, not in just our little world, but in the world at large. And know, oh God, that this is a time of preparation. That we will turn our hearts, our minds, to that of you, oh God. That we will indeed be in your word. That we will know that which we need to denounce. Mm -hmm. And not go along with the masses. Not be ignorant of your word, which tells us what we are to be about. God, we thank you that you are calling us to attention. For Jesus is coming again. And this is our time to prepare for that. Lord, we thank you that we will not be amongst those who can say that they didn't know because you're speaking and you're speaking loud. Thank you for giving us an ear today to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to the church. And for this, Lord, we give you thanks. We pray this in your name, Jesus, and we give you the glory. Amen and amen. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back, no turning back. Hallelujah, you take the whole world, but give me Jesus. Would you stand with us? You can take the whole world. But give me Jesus. You can take the whole world. But give me Jesus. No turning back. No turning back. Father, we thank you. We give thanks to you. May you bless and keep my brothers and sisters as they go. May you make your face to shine in them, being gracious unto them. May you lift your countenance continuously upon each one of them and grant them your peace. 
I thank you that time spent in your presence is never wasted. Be glorified, we pray, in the name of Jesus Christ. And the people of God says, amen and amen and amen.